Hello, and welcome to The Updown. I'm your host, Courtney Bradley. The Updown is a place where business owners can learn how to create kick-ass workspace where their people and their company thrive. Hello, hello, welcome back. So I recently wrote an article for Thinking Bigger Media, and in it, I'm talking about the reimagined workplace, looking at 2021 and beyond, and talked about some of the steps that I predict leaders and companies will be focusing on to achieve organizational growth in 2021. And one of the areas that I believe will experience explosive growth is that more and more leaders are going to come to realize the impact that their building has on the health and well-being of their people. And in the article, I specifically mentioned three programs, uh, such as Well Building Standard, Living Building Challenge, and FitWell. And I believe that those programs are going to see a big uptick in interest. And I will say that, you know, if you kind of go down that road to learn more about those programs and you come to realize that you can't at this point really go for official certification, I still urge you to implement some of the strategies and ideas that they discuss because you're still going to just reap great success and great reward from that. So, um, you know, just everything that they're doing is incredible. And if you can just pick a couple things that you might be able to implement, then you're going to be you know, well ahead of the game. But after submitting this article, which was based on a variety of factors, it wasn't just talking about these um, certification programs because I just touched on those briefly, but I realized that many people probably don't even know what these programs are. Unless you're working uh, in an industry that works with the built environment, architects, designers, contractors, furniture people like myself, um, or you're just a person who just happens to be super passionate about the effects of a building on health and wellness, then there isn't really a reason that you would know about them. So consider this episode my PSA. Today, though, I'm going to focus on well-building standard alone. Um, I'm a big champion of the other two, but have a strong alignment with well. So um, really quickly, though, I do want to share the websites for the other ones because uh, there's so much tremendous information to glean from those websites. Um, so FitWell is the first one. It's uh, fitwell.org, F-I-T-W-E-L, just the one L, um, dot org. And International Living Future Institute, the Living Building Challenge. Their website is living-future.org. I do love the question when you get to the page on the Living Building Challenge. There's a question there that says, um, what if every single act of design and construction made the world a better place? It would be a better world indeed. So finally, we are on to the well-building standard. And like I said, this one is near and dear to me. Um, You know, while Trilogy shares the same values and ideals of those other programs, we we definitely align closest with well. Um, So the well-building standard takes a holistic approach to health in the built environment, addressing behavior, operations, and design. And you've heard me before, you know, say that at Trilogy, our passion and our purpose is to enhance life spaces to elevate the human experience. And for us, through furniture, we want to help make those workspaces um, incredible and give employees a fantastic experience and positively impact their health and well-being. So clearly, when I first learned of well and how my team and I could achieve accreditation and actually use and apply the well standard within our own little world of furniture, it was a no-brainer for me. I immediately made the decision that all of us were going to be taking the well exam and getting the well AP credential. 
Uh, so I have to quickly give a shout out to Megan, uh, Megan Harris from my team. She passed her well exam in December and officially became the first well AP employee at Trilogy. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Way to go, Megan. We're very proud of you. We got two more to go. Katie and I are taking the test at the end of the month. So wish us luck. So much information, but so much awesome information. So WELL is a performance-based system for measuring, certifying, and monitoring features of the built environment that impact human health and well-being through seven concepts. And those seven concepts are air, water, nourishment, light, fitness, comfort, and mind. FYI, I will be tested on that and I will ace it. <laughs> um, the program can be applied to newer existing buildings uh, you can apply it to newer existing interior projects, um, or if you there's a multi-tenant building and you're a building owner, you could get certification on just the core and the shell of the building. So the seven concepts address so much. Um, you know, it's everything from indoor air quality to um, the quality of water in the in the space and promotion and accessibility to it, um, to how and what food is served and how it's presented on premise. Um, it covers ergonomic standards, acoustics, lighting, mental health, physical fitness, on and on and on. So what's really interesting is learning the impact, the specific impact that some of these issues that they're talking about have on the human body system. So well shows us how poor implementation of certain building features can negatively affect our immune system, respiratory system, nervous system. Um, I won't rattle off all 11, but I do know what they are. <laughs> um, but I will, I think the easiest way for me to kind of educate you on the importance of the well building standards and the issues that they address are to just give you some real life examples. Um, that I've seen, I've experienced, and I'm sure that, you know, these will sound familiar, right? Um, the first one's light. And this is strange because it just came up in the last two weeks. I'm working with a client on uh, a reconfigure and some kind of COVID things um, in their workplace and got a phone call asking me if I might be able to help come up with a solution um, or if I had a product or something that might help because they had employees who were complaining about issues from the lights, like the lights, they were getting headaches um, and just a whole host of issues. And it was even so bad that they had draped their workstations. They had draped like some sort of fabric or covering across the panels so that it blocked the light to their workstation. And the, I mean, they were even saying, Hey, look, we'll go get doctor's notes, but we need there. Something has to happen here because this is not, you know, comfortable for us to be in. So, um, I did assure my client that it is very much a big deal. <laughs> it's very much a real thing. And it's not just people complaining because, you know, people have all experienced that as well, but you know, there could be glare happening. Um, it will cause headaches, eye strain, um, like I said, whole, whole host of issues. And so, um, you know, that's kind of an example that I think everyone's kind of experienced. Um, you know, you remember the old fluorescent lights, those were never pleasant to be around. Um, they could even just, just make you jittery and like kind of just cause anxiety and, and those things can really happen. So well addresses those things. They show the science behind it and the research behind it, um, Another thing that I love is the nutrition section where um, it's nourishment and they're talking about, you know, um, promoting healthy food culture, 
um, you know, example of that would be not eating at your desk. You've heard me talk about that before, and um, I have pretty strong feelings about it. It's gross to begin with, but <laughs> but it's just you need a break, and it's good to be able to go to a designated area, step away from your computer, step away from your work, um, you know, go be social and interact with your colleagues at a safe distance, of course, um, or just spend that time kind of to yourself and letting your mind recharge. So that's, you know, another thing that they're addressing um, in many ways. Uh, They talk about acoustics. I think I can give a great example uh, just of my showroom. We do have a bit of a sound problem here. And really, um, in our planning, we didn't really think about acoustics at all uh, when we built out this showroom a couple years ago. Uh, We'd all been living on top of each other anyway in our old showroom. And so it just seemed like we were all just in the same room working. So we gave literally zero thought to it. And now in the new space, we've got, um, we've got our own individual offices, but we didn't take the walls to the deck. So, you know, obviously sound is transferring just right up over the wall and into the next office. Um, and then we got a lot of hard surfaces, glass fronts and things like that. So the sound's just bouncing all around. And I don't know if the, Office walls are giving us the illusion of privacy. Um, And then when you hear someone talk, it's kind of jarring. But anyway, so we're dealing with that and coming up with a couple different things. But, you know, if you can hear people talking in the office next to you, if um, you hear mechanical sounds from the building, even, um, you know, we're on the corner of a busy um, road intersection and we can hear the uh, delivery trucks and everything, you know, whizzing by, especially in my office. Um, So that's, you know, sound that's penetrating from outside into the building and that too can just, you know, it causes stress, um, you know, distraction and things like that. So, um, temperature is another great one. You know, you've, it's very difficult to, um, accommodate all, uh, body temperatures. So you've got people who are in sweaters in the summer because it's too cold. Uh, you got people who are sweating in the winter because it is just way too hot. You've got, managers and and bosses who are locking the thermostat with that plastic cover because they don't want anyone touching it uh, well addresses that and you know how you should actually have different temperature zones that can vary you know like three degrees um, so that people can work if they're they tend to be a little bit more chilly maybe they're going to work in an area of the building that has a little bit warmer temperature so um, just different things like that that are are real life examples. Um, I'm sure you can probably think of two, uh, maybe more that you have personally experienced. Um, I can talk all day about it. Uh, If you want to chat, of course, give me a call, uh, but their website has a ton of great resources. Um, You can find those at wellcertified.com. And like I said, uh, the value of just their whole standard and the information contained within that is incredible. It's something that there's, there's things in there that literally any company can implement. Uh, There's a lot of things that are going to have a cost associated with them, but there's a ton, you would be surprised actually, of things that would be little um, and at sometimes no cost. And honestly, a lot of things As I read through and started learning more and more about, so there's 105 features um, that you need to kind of be able to, some you have to absolutely um, 
have in place. It's called a precondition. And if you don't have that, you won't get certification at all. But then they have what they call optimizations. And the more of those you get, you can get higher levels of certification. So you can be uh, well-certified silver, gold, or platinum. And, um, but what I was most impressed with as I, you know, have been studying is that there are so many things that my team and I already had in, in place. Well, I shouldn't say we had in place. We were doing actively, but we didn't have a policy document or an official process written around those things. So for us, we can meet some of those preconditions just by documenting things that we're already doing um, in an employee handbook or other other document, policy document stating that that's things that we do. Um, so anyways, I just, um, you know, don't, if you look at them and you're like, oh my gosh, this seems so daunting, it doesn't necessarily have to be. And, and while I obviously promote and encourage, um, you know, everyone in the world to have well-certified buildings, I understand that maybe that's not 100% feasible. But like I said, so much valuable insight and so many things that can be implemented. So I hope that you become as passionate about well buildings as I am. <laughs> um, anyways, I, I hope that this little dip into the programs has been helpful uh, and has got you thinking about how to leverage your space and make a positive impact on the overall well-being of your employees. Uh, we need forward-thinking leaders and companies now more than ever, right? So stay tuned next week. We'll be kicking off our first guest episode of the year. I'm pumped. I know you'll enjoy them. Until next time. Did you like today's topic? Like, share, and subscribe. If you know of a person or company who's killing it with their space, send an email to podcast at trilogy.life. Until next time, thanks for listening.